Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, Hector? I'm doing good, man. It's, a, yeah. it's Christmas week. That yeah. it is, Christmas week. <laughs> hence the... Uh, that's right. That's the hat. Yeah. It's kind of, you said it looked a little bit like a cougar's hat. It because does, of the- man. And I'm not, I don't mean the pattern. I mean like the middle-aged woman. So, yes. <laughs> Shout out to all the cougars that listen to watch the show. <laughs> Are you doing anything interesting this week? Uh, yeah. We're doing, uh, we usually celebrate, um, being being Cuban, we usually celebrate Christmas Eve. Like that's our big celebration. So yeah. we're, uh, we're getting together at my sister's house. Um, my parents used to host, but with my dad being gone now, my, my sister's kind of gotten the torch passed to her. Right. Right. So uh, she's gonna she's gonna host, and uh, I believe the last count was forty four people coming to oh, the wow. house. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's pretty. That's big gonna deal. be fun, man. Yeah, yeah, it should be fun, man. Yeah, I, I love those kind of family people. things. It's gonna be a riot. Yeah, I'm playing a gig on Christmas Eve this year. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, man. It's nuts. I know. Yeah, but you know what? It is what it is. It's it's gonna be an easy one. I'm playing a um, district table from six to nine. Just a chill thing, you know. That's cool. Play a little bit of guitar while people eat. Yeah, cool, uh, man. Yeah, bro. So what's been going on? There was something. Oh, yeah. The, if anyone wants to check out a, uh, I just noticed um, online this morning that um, there's a podcast called In Defense of Scar. And on there is a, there's like a um, Sonic Boom 6 one on there, which is the band I used to be in. And, and they just talk about the whole kind of history of the band. So if anyone's curious about that and, uh, and Sonic Boom 6, um, you should check it out. It's on this podcast called In Defense of Scar. Nice. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, well, we have uh, Yaz and Alex on the show today. How's it going, guys? Good, good. Yeah, doing well. Yeah, cool. Thanks like, for coming it's on. It's like the whole yeah, live music community uh, family here. We yeah. got Justin in the control booth, and we got all the teachers here at the table. Yeah. yeah it's good, it, man. Like, yeah, every, everyone who works um, here at um, LMC is currently in the building, either on mic or controlling mics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> family affair. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just here. One of these guys is doing oh, his own thing. You're as good as an employee. The only, I'm, you're, I'm yes. here more than some of the employees. I know. The, yeah. <laughs> the only difference is you Part don't get family, paid. That's sure. right. That's right. Well, you guys don't get paid either. So let's, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? <laughs> that's true. Just in hugs. That's it. Justin pays us in hugs. They're good hugs, though. They're yeah, good. absolutely. No complaints. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you guys have uh, you started a band, haven't you? Like how long has your band been going? Um, what is it? It's been like almost a year, maybe. Has it been that long? I think it's been like at least eight months. Okay, so the beginning mm-hmm. of that must have been pretty low key because I've I think I've only Very known about key. it since about yeah. six months. Yeah. Well, well, we started um, doing some jams here. Yeah. Just kind of when no one was around. Yeah. And Justin was nice enough to let us do a little rehearsing, and just seeing what we had. You yeah, know, taking some ideas and and then I guess it has been wow. Yeah, right. Time flies, uh, man. I don't. I, don't <laughs> I, it, it, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but it just seems like time just goes poof, poof, poof. Just yeah, flashes. this year's flown by. Yeah, yeah. And I know everyone says it, but it's really true. You know, it just feels like you know. I feel like it was just last Christmas already. You know what I mean? Time just whizzes by these days. Damn it, it's Christmas already? <laughs> no, I, I dress like this all the time. This is my vibe. Well, I, keep, I still keep saying, you, you know, in 2021, like, no, we're, we're past that already. Yeah, we're, exactly. It's 2022. I know. Yeah. weeks left. I keep, saying, I keep telling people that I'm 40, and I am not 40. I'm 41. I've I've done it like three times this last week. I'm like I'm forty. No, I'm tell not. people I'm twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah, What's beginning. wrong with going backwards? Uh, right, exactly. Give like a, a shot. Benjamin Buttons. It's, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but are you giving yourself like a a countdown if you do it that way? 
Oh, that's a no, good point. No, no, no. But if I or do you like I, flip it when you hit one? Yeah, exactly. If I live to eighty-two, man, I'll be happy. That's not a bad innings. What you need to do though? Eighty-two. Everybody goes. Yeah. Everybody goes backwards though. Like you know, you're 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 forty, and you tell people you're you know you're thirty-five or whatever. You got to go the other way. Like I'm fifty. I tell people I'm seventy-six, and they go, <laughs> "Damn, you look good for yeah, your age." Yeah, there you, you go. Know? That's the way to do it. <laughs> that's what you got to do. Man. <laughs> so, um, that's good advice. Except <laughs> except when it backfires, and then they go. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like you look, yeah, you, that only, looks about right. You're only 76. <laughs> wow, you look so much older than that. <laughs> or they just don't question it. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes okay, sense. Yeah. All right, cool. <coughs> so uh, I... I'm a big fan of both of you guys just as musicians, which makes it really nice for me to uh, work with you guys. I feel like I've got this great gig these days because, you know, I'm really uh, a, a, big, a big fan of you both just as musicians individually. And um, I think it's really cool that you, you're doing a band together now as well. Um, and I'm just curious to know a little bit about where all of your sort of interest in music came from. So I guess starting with Yaz, why did you start playing music? How did you, oh, how wow. did it all come about? Like, uh, you know, do, were your parents musical and stuff? Yeah, my, my, well, my father's very musical. Actually, right. a lot of my family's Yeah, really I saw musical. that online, I think, yeah. Yeah, so um, I didn't grow up with him, but my mom would tell me that he plays guitar and that he was a musician. Um, not so much by trade, you know, um, but definitely performed a lot and was in had his own trio uh we're puerto rican so it was mostly that style of music um kind of like old classics and um so i kind of had that in the back of my head i guess but the interesting thing was was because i didn't grow up with him i still got that music bug yeah and at some point my mom put me in piano lessons (coughs) At that, you know, young age, I was probably maybe nine or ten. Yeah, okay. And so, then, so me, yeah. um, you know, learned my C major scale, all, all that good stuff. Yeah. And and we had a piano in the house, which was I was felt. I mean, we were really blessed to have a piano because sure. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I would always be on that thing, cool. trying to figure out stuff, just play stuff that sounds cool to me. Yeah. And then from there, um, I was actually into hip hop with uh my middle school friends and all that yeah i didn't get into rock music for a while actually right. i thought i didn't i i i thought you couldn't dance to it or anything sure yeah so yeah. i was like really coming from the, you know another side of the spectrum yeah and um just real quick um before we get too far past yeah. it who was what what is like classic puerto rican music like well this can you off the top of your head can you think of any oh, of man manula um i mean my what i grew up with was like more like salsa mark anthony there's um there's definitely other groups that are more classic they're not going to come to mind so i'm revealing my americanness right now like celia cruz or anything but yeah a little bit of that yeah yeah. i mean it was always playing in the house Sure, sure sure um unfortunately i don't know all the artists you know until i go and look them up yeah, but my uh, my family was yeah that music was always kind of like played yeah. in the car and cool and I've been recently learning how to play some congas and learning some of those rhythms from yeah, nice. uh, from my um, my girlfriend Samantha her father plays and he's oh. played for years so he's been nice enough to show me oh that's awesome some some cool patterns and stuff nice yeah it's um yeah let's let's start let's talk about the the very early days of uh, your musical uh, 
<laughs> situation, Alex. How, when, when did you start getting into it? I like that you said situation. <laughs> See, I come from a like a sports family right. that is not musical. Right. <laughs> um, I've known you since you were a teenager, so I know a little bit about sh- some of your kind of shenanigans, but I don't, <laughs> but I don't know where it all started. Um, well, I guess like I had, I was always wanting to like play the drums. Like I was hitting on stuff and like, I would ask my mom and my family, like, I want drums. I want right. drums. And it's like, no, go play Legos. Right. That's okay. too loud. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually it was like, you know, you want to do music. I, I tried violin as like a little baby and stuff like that. You know, the usual thing. And then I ended up in piano lessons at like nine. And I don't know. I, I, I kind of dinked around with it for a little bit. I tried guitar yeah. right-handed and just couldn't do it. And I'm a lefty, so right. eventually I figured that out. And then, um, I don't know, I got to take drum lessons at like 10 right. and just really latched on like super quick. And I didn't get a drum set until super late. So like everything with music was like very stagnant. It was like okay. this thing kind of in the background. right? And then, uh, you know, kind of like just jump into it you know like i got in the middle school able to do some uh like orchestral band and i got like deep into like all right i want to do every type of percussion i want to do like all of the jazz band drumming oh cool and i just kind of became like a little band nerd sure throughout all of middle school that was me too yeah 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 that was kind of it it was like like any excuse to play drums you know until i got drums at the house and i don't know kind of from there uh you know, uh, ended up at School of Rock, sure. as you know, yeah. you know, like 14 or something like that. And then uh, that kind of skyrocketed a lot of things. Yeah. You know, met Yaz and uh, a lot of people that were super influential. And uh, I don't know, you, you know, the whole School of Rock thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, three out of the four people at this table there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. so, you know, you, you do that and whatnot in uh you know, just wanted. I'd I'd always wanted to do something serious with art and music and whatnot. So it was just yeah. an avenue to do it. Yeah, cool. What kind of stuff were you listening to back then that was, uh, you know, influencing your? Um, <laughs> it it depends on when I. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your earliest kind of stuff you were into? Uh, like when you first started to develop a music taste, what was it? In sync. Right. One hundred percent. Like Backstreet Boys, In Sync. Um, That's funny. That's and. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> What is that song? Hey, baby, by uh, by uh, what is that? By No Doubt. Oh, the oh, hey, yeah. baby, <laughs> yeah. hey, baby, yeah. hey. dude, just Good all of those baby. MTV hits. Like that was yeah. like every morning before school. That was just on at like six thirty a.m. So I'd yeah. just be digesting that, okay. and then uh, eventually I got like an ACDC CD, and I was like, oh, okay, this is. You're like, oh, other there's other music. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I didn't really care. Like I would yeah. listen to the sample music on my keyboard. You know, I was yeah, like, oh, that's sure. cool. And yeah. It's something. I, I remember I the around. same thing. Really? Yeah, the keyboard, like the preset. Yeah. You know, little. Oh, those are some fun stuff, stuff man. For some reason, like... they always have that song <laughs> Venus on there. I feel like the, the, I feel like Venus isn't that big of a song, but for some reason, I mean, it was quite a big song, but it was always one of the presets. Well, it's bigger like, now because it's the preset. Venus, I don't think mine had Venus. I had like three or four different cats keyboards. They all had Venus on for some reason. It wasn't like. My keyboards never had like any specific music. Shampoo right. commercial? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think that's why I remember that song. <laughs> razors. Ladies' razors. 
Yes. yes. <laughs> I only know because they always know, had Hey Jude on them as well. in the house. Hey Jude's my wife, always my on Casio keyboards. <laughs> Venus Razors, <laughs> sponsored by. <laughs> so, um, what kind of uh, when you were a, like a teenager? What were the first kind of bands that you st- that you that you that broke you out of your uh, kind <laughs> of hip hop and into into? Man, into so yeah, at a young age, I did. Even though I said I wasn't really that into rock, Nirvana, which just that band stuck with me the first time I heard them. Right. And I was pretty young. Yeah. This was before. This might have been either before Piano Lessons or around the same time. But for right. some reason, that band, that, that Nirvana Nevermind album, yeah. one of my friends had it on tape and he, he stole it from his brother and we could listen to it in his room. Yeah. You know, Nirvana. <laughs> That's and just strangely so that addicting, just amazing that, band. That was like an exception while I was still listening to all this other stuff. And then um, as I got a little older, the whole like MTV, you know, Green Day, yeah. um, all the, like, the whole grunge the, era and 90s right. era. <laughs> oh. Remember the video for Black Hole Sun? It was cool. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just watched that the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, man, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> Such a crazy concept. When MTV had music on it. Those were the days, man. Those yeah. were the days. They still do. But it's like MTV 3 or something. 5% of the time, yeah. Right, right. They have, they have like multiple MTV channels. There is YouTube. You know? Exactly. Well, that's the new, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would say, um, yeah, then around middle school is when I started getting into, I was in a, I, I, I listened to a lot of hip hop. The neighborhood I lived in, it's just like what we all listen to. Yeah. And then, but I went to a private school and everyone there, not everyone, but I'm generalizing, but a lot of my friends were into the punk rock scene okay. and surf music and skateboarding, you know. So that exposed me to, to all, all a totally different genre. And and then I discovered um, Limp Biscuit. Which I'm not going to lie, I had a short Limp bridged, period too. It bridged my two <laughs> worlds in a way, yeah, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I got really into their early stuff. I was like, oh, they, they're like, do everything that I, I remember you know. Faith and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah when yeah. Faith came out. And and then obviously that led to like Corn and that kind of new metal stuff. And I just found myself gravitating to that more edgy, aggressive, kind of angsty side more than the punk stuff i mean even though the punk is ang- angsty i think musically i liked metal what was that more. band that punk band that you were in that there was a poster up in um the music school it was you and like a, some other dudes oh junior doctor junior doctor yeah okay. yeah those are some great guys um yeah that would they were like punk alt rock um okay. mark the sing mark the singer was just a phenomenal songwriter and he just wrote the really catchy songs really like clever lyrics and uh they just really had a good package a good sound they were it was a great band to be in yeah cool um they know they they were they really went far I, I think they got they got signed by the time i was kind of like exiting right um but that was yeah that was like a total shift from the music i was making at the time because i was trying to do more you know like not so I guess not such a, a more mainstream sound. Sure. And um, so, but they really had their stuff together. They had a really nice music video. Nice. Some, uh, um, a friend, our mutual friend, Ryan, drummer, um, he, he, he kind of set yeah. that whole thing up. He put me in touch with their manager. Like Ryan, Ryan? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big up, Ryan, if you ever watched this. Wieden, I, don't, do. I don't want to mess up his name. Weidenfeld? Weidenfeld. Weidenfeld. I know. It was, it was one of the two. I know. I've never said it out loud either. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Weiden or Weidenfeld? Like, yeah. I don't want to mess up his, his last name. Or is it Wiedenfeld? Wiedenfeld. Could be. Yeah, properly. Sure it's not German. <laughs> but, but yeah, he, he set up, you know, a whole like arrangement of, of me meeting up with the, or, you know, getting in touch with their manager. And I went up and did an audition. Um, and yeah, I, we toured and stuff and played. So it was oh, a sick. great experience. So you had a bit of experience with like, uh, how sort of into punk were you? Did you ever get like into punk in a big way? Not, not what you would call, not what I think someone who really listens to punk would call real punk. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I never went down that. So when you were hole. in your kind of alt kind of. It was more alt rock. Okay. You know, um, kind of like an like they were really into into Blink and I mean they were in some other great bands but it's in terms of like it was more that mainstream sound I gotcha. would say gotcha gotcha yeah yeah pop punk as Gavin hates to yeah, uh, yeah. Hector's son Gavin it was hates a touch the term of pop, pop punk. punk it was yeah. a touch yeah. but I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd say it was a little more alt rock right yeah. gotcha that's awesome um, so when you're why don't we talk a little bit about the other uh bands that you guys are in because you are both very busy in the area as musicians um and alex uh tell us about uh products of rage tell us a little bit about what you do with that all right well products of rage is uh this is at this point now like a long-running rage against machine tribute uh started by my my buddy rocky rucker that you all are homies with too big up rocky yeah man um, he comes up like, almost every episode. Right. Uh, he's involved with everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's he deep in the scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, we we are a Rage Against the Machine tribute band. We uh, we do the thing. I don't really know how else to, to say it's it. It's awesome. I mean, if you were going to be a tribute for any band, it's they're, they're just they were so influential on me. I got the the self titled first album when I was twelve. And, um, when it came out and, and I heard it my friend bought it for me for my birthday and it was like right around when it came out but six months after it came out I, I listened to it and I was like and I, I had been listening to like you know Eric Clapton and stuff I was like so kid still and, and, and I was just like what is this I was terrified <laughs> of me and, and, and I was I was almost scared to listen to it and then and then I listened to it three or four times by the sort of fourth or fifth time that was it then for me. I was just obsessed with them for years. I loved Rage, you know. And like when I started a band when I was in my you know teenage years, like you know we we had a song that just totally ripped off "Killing in the Name of" and <laughs> had a bit where I where I yelled "Fuck you!" I won't do what you tell me, and it just totally ripped that bit off. I mean, like, don't you always feel like that in Drop D? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, you know that, that what a uh, what an important band. You know, I think Has I think any of that recorded. <laughs> you know the most embarrassing thing about that is completely naively and without any hint of racism the band was called White Gold Oof. isn't it <laughs> I had no idea how awful that sounded until I got a bit older and I was like hang on a minute <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know I mean you know <laughs> exactly I was only a little kid yeah, but yeah exactly. it is, there's, a, there's, a, there's a VHS of it knocking around somewhere I gotta dig it up yeah nice yeah yeah that's uh, right I, I had a we were in a band, um, not we, but when I say we, I mean as a teenager, uh, it was called Disorder. Okay. That's a pretty good name. That's an amazing name, actually. We thought it was the coolest. Yeah, they were already a name called Disorder. <laughs> probably like 15. Sure. 
It is cool as hell. Uh, um, is there already a band called Disorder? Probably. Yeah, it sounds Probably. like it. Probably. sounds punk. <laughs> there, if there <laughs> yeah. wasn't, I'm sure there is now. So I know. Whenever I come up with band name ideas, I Google them, and like I want to say 999 times out of 1,000, there's already a band called it. Like, <laughs> I think of band names like all day long, and I'll be like, okay, check it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> there's a bunch of killbillies. I was just like, with that one, I was like, you know what? Whatever. We're just going to be called it as well. <laughs> one of the, the craziest uh, names, my friend... Our drummer, I was in a band called The Rubber Band, one of my first like bands. Yeah, cool, it was man. a trio. And uh, our drummer, <clears throat> his name was Koontz, he, uh, he came up with this name called Title Mex. I can't even really pronounce it right. Title Mesk? Title Mex? Right. But it was the 11 indigenous elven tribes of my central heating system. The 11 indigenous tribes of my central elven, heating system. Elven tribes. The, oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I love it. And That's I was awesome. always like spelling it out. It was an acronym. I was like, that's, that's such we a cool just, name. I mean, we just thought it was, we were like speechless. I mean, we laughed, it was, but it, it still sticks with me to stay. Yeah, man. There's still time. There's still time, yeah. Side project. You've got to find Coons. That's awesome. There's a lot of, at one point in England, there, there was, they're still around. There's, there's a band called Random Hand, a band called Bandy Leg, and a band called Crazy Arm. I think, I'm pretty sure at one point they all did a gig together. It's <laughs> 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 really funny. Uh, um, yeah, so your, one of your, I guess your main gig is, is with Bryce Allen, isn't it? Bryce Allen Band. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah man. Shout out to Bryce. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, um, Bryce? Bryce has yeah. been on the show a couple of times, actually. Yeah, Bryce is, is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I've been playing with Bryce now. Whew. I want to say we're like going on like six years. Wow. Talking yeah. about how time flies. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, oh, still, still at it, still jamming. Yeah, um, it's some good stuff too. But yeah, I get to get my base, my base out in that project. Yeah, and um, is that would you say that's that's like the thing that keeps you the most busy, right? Band wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely been playing with them mainly for a while. Yeah. Um, when when COVID hit, you know, everyone t- everyone took a hit, and sure. so the gigs started being more you know the budgets went down so the full band yeah. stuff kind of went away um for a little bit and they were able to keep going as a duo and some trio stuff but you know on the basis you, you i feel you <laughs> i feel you brother yeah i feel you. so um there's solos duos, short end of the and stick full there, band. but you know yeah. I mean, it's all love he's, he's always looking out for us and um so with that time, I wanted to, you know, I did the, the live stream here as a solo yeah. act and um, me and Alex kind of got back in touch and we were just like, what do, why don't we see what's up with trying to duo? Yeah. You know, cool. see what we can do to uh, kind of get out there and do some, some playing. Yeah. And it kind of started as that. And then the more we would jam, the more fun we were having. And we're like, this could be like its own thing. You know, well, you guys definitely have a. I don't know if there's a better word than chemistry to, yeah, to, between yeah, for sure. you. You know, there's a there's a sort of there definitely feels like there's a shared understanding, musical understanding between you guys, which is really nice to well, see. It's all Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is because he's That's like awesome. so good at following. Um, you know, as a songwriter, I've, I came with some some songs that I'd already written, so yeah. he he would play the drums but then it went beyond that and we would kind of work on arrangements together but the real magic would happen when we just it'd be like an open canvas 
and we're both kind of like not afraid to go there. Sure. <laughs> you know, like when it starts getting weird. Like, weird, all right, let's like, and I don't mean I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> when it starts getting creatively, like the sounds are are really. When it starts getting weird in the green room, <laughs> <laughs> we just go with it. Just, go, just get strange. <laughs> oh, sorry, carry on, man. <laughs> well, I'm just saying when when we start exploring like different sounds, like within the the instruments that we have, yeah, and something that normally I think the average person would be like, I don't know about that. We just roll with it. And try to make something out of it. Neat. And and I don't know. We just like kind of have fun making these soundscapes. Well, you're both yeah. very accomplished musicians, so you know it's one thing. You you don't necessarily want to listen to any old band jamming, but you guys, I listen to that all day long. You know what I mean? Oh. It depends on who is doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. What, like, what was it that you said? You wanted it to feel like uh, when you're walking by the tent. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. A festival, yeah, 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 like walking, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Like that. a festival, and you're just walking past one of those tents, and you're just kind of like curious as to who's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know what's going on in there. That's awesome. What a, and, and I that, and that is so evocative. I know exactly what you mean by that. You know, I've been to my share of festivals over the years. The um, thing, I, yeah, Alex, you've been in Killbillies at one point was. it was right around that time when it was changing from Ben Childs and the Wales back into Killbillies and it was all kind of nebulous and was it was called Ben Childs Killbillies at that point wasn't it it was this kind of weird time where I I mean I I was kind of like sort of last hurrah of kind of drinking and a bit of a state it's kind of a shame actually that we had a musical uh, little time playing at that point in my life but you know life it, goes on it's still a great experience to play with you man right honestly on, man. i appreciate that we had fun yeah you know we still had a good time with it, it was cool yeah 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. plus like I, I mean any excuse to explore you know a different genre because usually i'm always probably going to be in like something that's rock oriented or like aggressive i just i have a feeling that's probably what will happen so it's like okay i get to do something that's more you know open or more like genre focused that's always awesome i like the limitation yeah i hear that and i you know that's one of the things that i like about kilbillies is that it's kilbillies just has an inherent sound so it's like you rig any song to it and it just you don't we 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 don't really have to arrange it. We just play it with the, those instruments, and it sounds like Kilbilly. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. It's like it, it's almost the instrumentation is so integral to it. Yeah, uh, you know, and and I think that that's part of the reason why we went back to feet drums because because of the limitation. Mm-hmm. You know, because it just this is this is what we sound like. So what can we do with it? You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, you're in a box, but it's it's forcing you to make creative solutions exactly and i know that a lot of artists um you know appreciate that uh, appreciate limitation because because it's kind of you know necessities the no that's not the right um that's not the right kind of cliche for it but it 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 definitely breeds creativity and you know we've talked about it before you know like if you just okay you got to use this media and you know yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, you know, there's definitely times that you want to do stuff and then you're just like, ah, uh, it doesn't really fit or whatever. But yeah, but that's that's why we have that signature sound that we have. There's you know? this thing in Killbillies that we jokingly <clears throat> refer to as mid pace, which is just a speed that we can't play at. 
Like, <laughs> like we can That's do double true. time and we can do like half time stuff, but there's this kind of mid pace that just sounds really weird with feet drums. It's just yeah. not good. Yeah. And we, we just, and we never just play can't it. do it. Fault mid pace. Yeah. Every uh, now and again, we'll go into a song and it'll be at that speed, and I'll look at Jazz and be like, no, mid pace. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it like a tempo? Because yeah. yeah. I feel like walking tempo is like 120. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So it's probably like a tempo that's just naturally, like you wouldn't it just do anything yeah. really at that yeah. tempo. It's like, the, it's like, should the kick be every other or on every beat of the bar? It's like, mm. it's some in between the two there and it just is really unsettling. Yeah. It's the, the dreaded <laughs> mid pace. We hit it every now and again. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Things tend to fall apart at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so, do you guys? Um, let's hear one after another. But uh, do you uh, still practice at home? Like, it's, like you know, individually? Yeah, individually. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to to a certain extent. I mean, um, a lot of the times, like I'm, I'm just like playing something. You know that that is practice. I, I think. I think it was the video the episode with jacob tacos i think he was talking about like just playing the instrument and yeah kind of counts as practice time because you know sure you certainly you know you discover things about it absolutely you know? yeah like, i i think with my guitar practice lately I, i've had to be a bit more structured but the uh with with my looper practice just doing it is all i just got to do it yeah. i just got to mm-hmm. do more and more of it you know that's that's how i'm getting better at it right now haven't been doing it long enough to do anything but just do it more yeah. <laughs> like that's what yeah uh, um what what about you as you still yeah man I, I practice mostly mostly here yeah you know i try to come in early me too man yeah. i do the same thing yeah get yeah. some time in um everything's here you know which is great so it makes it convenient if you saw my room is closing in on me right. as we speak. It's just not, it's, it's a hazard <laughs> at this point. But um, no, I think what's really helped me is just being in a lot of different projects kind of f- forces you to practice because yeah. you got to pull it together. You got to, yeah. you know, you got to perform. Um, I also play for church and that's a whole nother ball game of, of music that really kind of has stretched my legs. Yeah. And um, the, I've been you know, a lot really of, lucky to have that. Did you, did you start? Did you have you been going to church from an early age? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, 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 I you involved kinda, in the music with it from early age, not, not super heavy, but right. um, I was more involved. What's yeah? I guess you could say I, I kind of I grew up in the Episcopal Church. Yeah, but that musically is totally different. Than well, like, that's what that's my. I mean, it's church, Episcopal Church is basically church like, England, and that's it's like Catholic, you know. Yeah. Um, but so it's more organ, yeah, um, and choir. That was what I grew up with. Yeah. Too. So I got a lot of that, um, some of that experience there, but and singing hymnals, you know, yeah. singing hymns. But later in the Protestant church, you know, more. Uh, playing like full band yeah um and then when i was in high school i did some some choir and my choir director mr a shout out to mr a he uh he hired Uh some of us who were um older in the choir like seniors to to sing at his church right you know so he would have us come and kind of help fill the sound sure that was it was big for me i i went you know, I I, I did uh, 
a lot of music in church, a lot of singing, you know. Like um we got I got I got to go to Venice one time sing Palestrina and that was one of the most wonderful things I've ever done in my life. Um uh, I I did a lot of choral singing up till about the age of 16, 17. I was all about it and uh, um and that is pretty much responsible for me being able to sing now you know like it's all of that time and the, the singing harmony and all that stuff you know yeah it's yeah. it's a unbelievable experience my well you have a reason to do music i think part of it is i didn't mean to interrupt i apologize but you have a you have a reason to do music. i think part of the reason why a lot of people don't take instruments very far is there's not actually a reason to do it it's like you know you're just doing it for fun kind of and so you just think well i could do it or not today and half the time people just don't and but if there's actually well this is coming up and this is coming up yeah you know it, it's the same reason why you know here at lmc it's good because we give them a gig in the future and we go you know yeah. this is coming up you got to get ready for yeah. it she gives them a reason to do it you know well that's what i mean we booked a gig and that's what really helped us get our act together I'm yeah sure it's the same for a lot of other people a hundred percent yeah i've been saying to hector who's got a uh you've got a, a like a solo project well, in the works yeah. and i'm like just book a gig so, yeah, uh, that's how keep, you, you know. it keeps getting like you know like the, the my start date keeps getting pushed out further and further <laughs> yeah, and Ben keeps saying just, just book a date because you're going to have to be ready <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's how I've always done it is like you know scared myself into it that's basically what's happening with this looping competition I organized I was like, I was like no I've, well, awesome. I've, I've organized it better better be able to do something you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little pressure yeah exactly that. yeah yeah just I, to go back on the the, the choir experience there's yeah. nothing like like you were saying um, Palestrina yeah <laughs> That we at FAU, um, they would do the Messiah. Yeah, Handel's Messiah. Yeah, and hearing that choir with an orchestra. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like that. It's just yeah, the, sure. the you know the Hallelujah that hearing yeah. that the real deal. Yeah, is just um, just gives me like chills. It's it's, I it's a big agree, yeah. big there amazing. So many time. people that have come on the show though that have like. You know, they, we ask them the question about the you practice and stuff like that, and and the whole church thing comes up probably more often than not. And yeah. I, I feel like just a lot of people have gotten their start in music through playing playing at their church. Well, music's yeah. a huge part of oh, church services. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Most churches. My, my mom is a church organist in a little village. That's what. She, oh, is she? she does. Yeah, she wasn't always. She set a challenge to become one, and and she bought like an organ and she like a electric one, but with the feet things and everything. Oh yeah, that's a <laughs> whole. That that is another animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real, you know. Um, She's yeah, doing don't, her don't. first Christmas service this year. It's That's gonna, great. Yeah, yeah. She's done some services, but you know, obviously, Christmas is an important one in church. So she's like, yeah, it's the one. It's the time. It's pretty much since since I was a teenager. It's pretty much the only time I ever go to church. Well, that's when most Christmas. people come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when church attendance is is up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I know that's a point of contention with a. Uh, with uh, priests everywhere, I'm sure, but but um, yeah, you know, I I'm not religious, but I I still I still enjoy going, you know. I it there's a from being a, a young and going to church, you know, it, there's a certain mood that it creates in me that is just I well, can't I think find most, anywhere most else. Most people are they're they're trying to better themselves, right? You know, I mean regardless of what your belief is yeah it's it's an environment that people are trying to be positive people are For trying sure. to just turn things around in their life yeah um and i think that just being around that is is 
rubs off on you. you yeah, know, for it, sure. It really can make a make an impact. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, you get a, a kind of a similar thing with, uh, you know, support groups as well. You know, anything where people are coming together and talking and trying to be better is a good thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. Um, all right, yeah, so outside of that, um, do you practice as a band? How much have you been practicing lately? We we try to do consistent Tuesdays. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I keep try to, coming in. We try to do to, it to once do, a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the problem we had at first is we had so many ideas that week after week we started accumulating so much material that it's like we couldn't finish it all. If if yeah. that makes sense, you know, yeah. in terms of going back and really like tightening the bolts on stuff and and sure. turning hashing out ideas. So I think the we hard kinda, bit, yeah, when you've actually got to like focus on the yeah. yeah, yeah, the the jamming was was a lot of fun, and and we'd listen back and be like, oh, that's a great idea, this this is cool, and then but going back and deciding like, okay, this is how this is going to go, this is how that's going to go, mm-hmm. um, that's that's work, right? So yeah, but but <laughs> it it when it comes together, it's it's um, I don't know, I think it's really cool. Yeah, man. I've enjoyed listening to you guys over the past few months when I come in and you know I'll be doing the same thing I'll be going to my room to practice whatever I'm getting ready for and you guys will be jamming in here so Justin set this place up you know called it Live Music Community it couldn't be a more accurate name you know it's like there's stuff going on in here all the time people playing you know and Justin's very generous with letting us practice here and stuff like that you know it's really uh really is a live music community you know it does exactly what it says on the tin just like this podcast is about music in 561 this here where we're sitting is a live music community right is <laughs> a very accurate name yeah uh, um and wonderful you know i'm so that so grateful for it um yeah so what are your future plans for the band you got any recording plans anything like that um i i'd say pr- probably right yeah. yeah 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 okay we, yeah. <laughs> alex gets on me you know yeah yeah he gets on me it's good it's it's good yeah cool keeps you in check man. keeps me in check yeah yeah <laughs> no well he's you know he's got um he's got fire which which is yeah. a great thing to have nice. yeah and so some sometimes you know life gets in the way you get really busy think you know yep. just fill your plate up with too many things yeah, and, I don't know um, what that's like. Heck, <laughs> <laughs> is the king. So of it. he just gives me that gentle reminder, like, "Hey, yeah, what are you going to? What are we going to do with that song? Or, yeah, or yeah. you know, I was listening to this and I had an idea. So it's it's um yeah. We, this year we're going to try and and we actually pulled back on some gigs so that we could um and consolidate kind of thing. Yeah, get some of our material together so that we can get it out on platforms so that people can listen to and do we can do promoting the right way yeah, yeah. neat I, I it's wait. easy to get stuck in the gig loop sure you know where oh, you're, yeah. you're just there on the weekends and you don't really have any material that you're pushing yeah per se you're doing you know fun covers and stuff like that but it it, it can be a trap sometimes yeah. no it absolutely <laughs> can be it it can be a, well it depends depends on your sort of a pr- attitude towards it I think it can be a trap, but then you also, and I'm speaking from my own experience, start to almost rely on it for your sanity. I just, I've got to play all the time. 
I, yeah. I hate not playing. Well, I guess know? what I'm saying is as as a if you're trying to push some originals like real you know original stuff. Oh uh, yeah, getting stuck doing not stuck. I don't want to say stuck because. We enjoy playing those songs. Like anytime we do a cover rendition or our own version of something, but well, it think, does take up time. You know, yeah, it just it's yeah. it's it takes some of the focus on material that we don't have. You know, yeah. we don't have stuff to show people. Sure, and so it's just kind of like time and energy. What what do we want to do? We want to work on this for this gig, yeah. or do we want to work on our craft and have something to put out? that we can then I think be that's proud wise. of. And, and people do get a little bit, you know, that so many people have seen Kilberley's play so many times at this point. You know, you do, you do lose a little bit of the specialness, you know, because it's just like if, if people want to find us any, any given day, they can come and watch us play. And, you know, yeah. that a little bit of the shine does rub off if you're playing that much, for sure, you know. And it is hard to, it is hard to uh, put as much impetus and energy into original stuff all that stuff is completely accurate but playing's good yeah. you, but i think if you have something you're like when bands have an album and they tour with with that album yeah you know, they're, they're pushing those songs yep and then they have time to write more and they and then they have they're building up their catalog we're just so our, yeah, we're, we're in our infancy so yeah we feel you got know so, gotta have we, something to we have push nothing with. to show people um, yeah yeah other than you know these cool opportunities we're getting to to do some live stream stuff well, here, um, seeing as um, we have come to a sort of natural point when it would be appropriate for you to um, show show us what you do, why don't you go and play us a couple of tunes? Sound yeah. good? I'd love to. All yeah, right, let's do sure. it.
Say 
This episode is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a biker bar up in Tequesta. Um, if you don't know where Tequesta is, it's uh, just right on the top of Jupiter there. And um, so if you're driving north on US1 through Jupiter, you will see it on your right. It's a little yellow building. It used to be called Judy's. So if you're from the area and um, you've been around for a while, you'll probably remember the biker bar Judy's that was uh, just on the side of US1 there, little yellow building. Um, my father-in-law took it over and I've been um, helping him out by helping him put music in there and stuff like that. The place is uh, a lot of fun. You know, it, whether you're a biker or not, you should come and check it out. It's full of some real local characters and uh, we do a bike night every second Thursday of the month from six to nine and I do a open jam on the fourth Sunday of every month and that's coming up this Sunday. So if uh, you're any kind of musician, young or old, beginner, um, to expert um, to come and hang out with me or even if you don't play music and you just want to hang out it's just a big hangout and jam I set my stuff up and I play tunes and you can join in with me or or I can shut the hell up and you can get up there and play some stuff it's absolutely up to you just a wide open jam that we do so uh, that's from 4 to 7 and that's this Sunday which is Boxing Day and I have been re- reliably informed that uh, Americans don't really know what Boxing Day is so that's the day after Christmas Day <laughs> it's the day when an Evander Holyfield and, uh, no, <laughs> yeah sorry, yeah <laughs> it's uh, the 26th anyway December 26th and, and every fourth Sunday after that but um, we've got uh, the Moonshiners which is uh, Spread the Dubs uh, Outlaw Country side project are doing the bike night there on the 13th of January nice. and that's going to be a lot of fun they're yeah. really cool they're a cool band um, I'm really going to try and make that if we don't have a gig ourselves so uh, yeah lots of exciting things happening up at Handlebars um, the food's great the beer is cold and plentiful and there's a, we have a bunch of taps of interesting beers and stuff like that and we built a uh, deck out the front um, the place is uh, rejuvenated and uh, just waiting for people to come and drink and eat and have a good time basically so come check it out nice yeah yeah excellent man well uh this episode is also sponsored by harmony management group um basically if you have a uh, small business or home office um sometimes you need a little bit of help and uh that's where mary at harmony management comes in she can help you uh, offering you uh, anything from a few hours of office help uh basic stuff like filing and organizing um she also does full service uh business offerings like bookkeeping payroll tax services data entry scheduling invoicing um she pretty much does anything business related um she's actually been uh, been helping us with a lot of stuff and and she's becoming kind of the go-to accountant for uh, artists and musicians locally just because she's you know involved with us and, and kind of knows the business and yeah stuff, well so. she's you know she's uh, Alex's on and um yeah. and as the uh, aunt of, of um, such an accomplished musician she's uh sure she's been involved in it all you know I, I she met me because we both used to work at the same music school and um she was my boss in fact at one point um <laughs> and awesome. uh and still kind of is in many ways right, right. <laughs> she's always she's both she's all our boss like, yeah exactly <laughs> she is she is the boss <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i mean if you need uh if you need some business things um you know don't stress out about it uh don't let the little things uh you know stress you out and everything let let mary take care of these big uh, big and small business things for you um you know take a deep breath give mary a call harmony management group uh, 561-420-5652 and uh you know she has a new website now harmony management group harmony management group.com um uh, really really beautiful i'm not even really sure who who did it for her but uh um 
really beautiful website though. I mean, very intuitive and very just well clean website. Oh, cool. Um, and so, uh, yeah, give her a call if you, if you need, uh, if you need business things and she's doing gift baskets now too, which are really cool. Really yeah. cool. Yeah. If you haven't seen them, go on her Facebook page and, uh, and check out some of the photos. She's done some really cool stuff. The multi-talented Mary Mandel. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, we, we use her. Kilberly's, um, uh, uses, uh, her services and, um, She's been so helpful to me personally over the years. Yeah. I can't even tell you. So if you're a musician and you just need a bit of help, you know, just not to say that she has to do every single thing, but if you just need someone to, yeah. to help you out with a, with anything of, related to the business side, she's a great yeah. person to have. Well, on even board. if you're not a musician, I mean, any 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 small business, I mean, yeah. she, she can help you out for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, could you tell us a little bit about the two songs you guys played? Yeah, nice job, by the way. It was guys. fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he wrote them. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of. The um, yeah, driving to the coast. We just we it was like an idea or such a jam. Like Stevie Wonder, <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah, I just finished writing that today, so I definitely had some uh, you know some help. I had to have some lyrics to to guide me a little bit, right. but um. No, that was fun because we had been jamming on that for a little bit, and and we just don't have anything that's kind of in that style. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So we just kind of decided to have some fun with it, and um, you know, shout out to my girlfriend. Sometimes you're just <coughs> you're in the love bubble. Aw, dude, <laughs> I love it. It's fantastic. So, she's great. <laughs> um, yeah, the other song um, was written a, a while ago uh, um i brought it from a project called future dinosaur oh, okay. with a friend of mine ian marcel who's a producer in miami and we went to college together and then he brought in a friend uh named george spitz who actually wrote and performed the first verse kind of like the the rap the, the first you know, yeah yeah section of the song and i always botched that 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 part because you know he's he's a real lyricist. I wouldn't and say that. I thought he did a fantastic. I did oh, a great job. It. Of it. Yeah, mm. but uh, he didn't make it easy to to perform it's, that. It's such but, a uh, beat too. I was like, I when like I've heard you playing it and rehearsing it over the week, and and I, I've just been like rapping away in my head. It's just you, you want to <laughs> rap on it. It's like crying out for it. You know it what is, I mean? It really is. Yeah, well, yeah. he uh, yeah, he's in a, a group. He's part of a group called Llama Beats, and they have okay. phenomenal stuff production. Um, please check them out and yeah. and um and actually his wife sang the second verse on a recording we did of that tune so um it was just kind of like a cool project like a collaboration that came together Neat. and then alex and i you know i brought it to the table when we started jamming and uh we just decided to kind of do a, a simple you know Lounge piano version. yeah lounge version <laughs> yeah. i guess uh, of that tune you know something that we were talking about last week and something that I think that we should all do is play each other's songs. I think like local, uh, all the uh, local bands should should start doing versions of each other's stuff. I think it'd be so cool. I think it'd be a lot of fun. That'd you know, be cool. like it, it, we were talking about last week about how all the two tone bands in the early eighties used to do that. They used to play each other's yeah. tunes, you know, just to get them out there more <laughs> and get people to know them and stuff. I I think we should all do it. I think I think bands in the five six one music area should all trade songs. Stop boosting. Ben just wants to play Driving to the Coast. Coast, <laughs> coast. <laughs> you know, 
I hadn't thought about it, but now you mention it, I do want to play that really bad. <laughs> <laughs> then we can. We'll have to learn a Killbillies tune. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I'm I'm very down for that. That'd, be, that'd, be <laughs> awesome. that'd actually be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear like a like a chill reggae loungy version of one of the Killbillies. Be cool tunes. to do it with uh like instead of the upright. Use the U bass. Yes. Oh yeah, there you go. The oh, mini. Yeah. That'd be very <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. The like rubber strings. Yeah. <clears throat> so um the next thing that we always do on the show is we talk about people's gear. It's usually a pedal board, but I think today we're gonna make it a little bit broader than that. We have um we've got a picture of uh of your setup. Can you tell us what's going on there? <clears throat> Would you like to well take this? I I mean <laughs> Okay, well, I'll I'll do my best to describe Yaz's setup over here because that, that's we're seeing a lot of Yaz's side of of this. Well, we got a uh, what's it called? We got. You should probably well, just you, take you, this. No, no, you, can, you can explain your setup. I'll I'll chime in. Well, so over over by the drums, like we got like a normal normal kit, and then um, I have laptop set up with like an old version of logic that just has like some some pianos and this synths and basic kind of 808 sounds okay and i'm, I'm running that, that through the uh <laughs> through like the midi keyboard right and uh is that a microcorg there is a microcorg it is there. a microcorg yeah. so funny story about that microcorg actually i left that um i left that behind years ago apparently we used to play i was i mentioned that through future dinosaur and we played together in that. Alex was our drummer um, uh. way back when. And we did like kind of like a handful of gigs. Yeah. Um, when we all kind of like went our separate ways, I left that, that keyboard behind and he hung on to it for uh. how many years? Eight years? Pro- I mean, probably, yeah. Something like that? Yeah, actually. And then when, when we got to back together for this project, he brought it in and he's like, you know, I got your microcorg. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, <laughs> so we've been reunited and we incorporated it incorporated it back into the project so that's cool that's a lot pretty. of keyboards and synths and stuff yeah there's a i think that's a casio light up keyboard right <laughs> that the uh a smith family glad you know happily donated to me so i, th- oh, I thought cool. it'd be fun because i like i kind of like some of those general midi sounds absolutely there's something endearing about some of them yeah and then on the right the bottom right that's a mixer yamaha mixer and basically what's happening is everything basically everything you see there is being routed into that mixer. Right. Ignore the the wall of guitars. They're not all plugged in, but <laughs> they're just there for options. Uh, right. But yeah, everything's going through the mixer. And then under that keyboard, which you can't really see, but there's a loop pedal. Okay. And so the mixer is going into the loop pedal and stereo. So you get to choose whatever you want to loop. You've anything, got all these options and you can Yeah, just... anything can get looped. Um, the downside is I have to be really careful because sometimes if I'm singing or if I'm talking... Or any noise gets Tell picked up by the mic. It. Tell me about it. it. Gets I, in the loop. I've done a loop, like a really long loop, and at the beginning it's me going. We've had that happen, and we yeah. just keep it because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes some cool stuff gets created. Because I like to use a lot of reverb too and, and right. delay, so some of those things turn into these ambient background things that are, are when we go to record them in the studio. It's like it's almost too sterile because we're missing. Yeah some of that ambience that accidentally got in there. Yeah, I hear that. They, uh, uh, one thing that I was going to ask you is, do you have problems with kind of compounding feedback? Like, do you, ha- do you, do you, ha- 
is that ever an issue with you guys? Because I know that I come I I come across that sometimes with my looping, especially if I've got mics plugged in and stuff. You know, do you find that it starts to get feedbacky? It it can. I mean, I, um, yeah. Well, we went, <laughs> keep an eye it on was it, it was at basically. first. Yeah, when we first started doing it, the we were running into that problem because you know it's a hot mic and especially with reverb and delay exactly um and everything kind of compounding yeah every time you hit the loop it's like more stacks exactly it's a high frequency so what we started doing a we started using in-ears which was huge yeah like a game changer because then we can really hear um what's going on as far as the loop game changer and we can incorporate a, a metronome into our our you know to help with the timing of the loops and everything. Yeah. But the other thing I've been doing, and I saw someone else, well, all I've been doing is turning off my vocal channel. When you're when not I, using it. When I'm not using it. Oh, I should do that. And But I forget. So sometimes I'll come back in and I have to turn it back. You know, I'm, I'm realizing I'm not, I'm not on. Yeah. Or his mic, the same thing. So I saw someone online that they there's a mute pedal that just kills the vocal oh yeah that's sweet so yeah. you just hit that on and off like as yeah, you that's go smart. and i yeah. thought that was really clever so all right something well to look into yeah the reason i asked you this is because um i've been doing looping myself and some of these i've been encountering this problem with where it's like you know i want i want to i'm making these beats of beatbox and using all my voice and but then yeah when i start to layer like you know a hot mic on top of a hot mic on top of a hot mic it, it it's like those unwanted frequencies just seem to amplify and amplify but the the, the fact that you're using in is for one is is really smart and then yeah the idea of having an on off so mute switch on the on it that that's just obvious a no-brainer i don't know why i didn't think of that yeah, yeah. It's well, it's just idea. a lot to keep track of. I, yeah, I, it's I, just another extra. Yeah, something. It's, it, 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 <clears throat> another it, layer. It has to be. It's something definitely it, we have to practice, and we we become more. We get smoother, you yeah. know, the more we do it. Yeah. Well, well Ben usually uses this uh, opportunity when when we have the the stuff on the screen. Everybody's looking as his as his shopping hour, but I think the tables are turned today, and I'm looking at those keyboards because I'm I'm actually looking to try to get another synth. Um, I have a microcorg, and then I have something similar to your Casio, you know, just like a little home, you know, yeah. Casio 48 key or whatever it is. Um, and so uh, yeah, I'm looking to get a synth. I had years ago i mean mm-hmm. i'm dating myself but like years ago i had a, a yamaha dx7 right. um and uh i don't know why i ever got rid of that thing um and um it's funny you know because my cord, love... my cord is huge <clears throat> it's just an enormous my cord. that's really <laughs> is it weighted is it weighted keys no i was just they making a bad joke. It's British. It's British humor, guys. You get used to it. <laughs> I fell, I fell um, for it. I, uh, yeah, I'm looking for a synth, man. I, I just, I'm having the hardest time trying to find. Like the newer stuff just seems so complicated and has such a learning curve to it that I just I have no desire to deal with it. But the old analog stuff, I don't know if that it necessarily. It's old, so like, right. I, like you know, there's connection issues with the today's modern stuff, and like, I, I don't know, I don't know where I lie here on this stuff. So, we'll I feel like there's there's cool old and annoying old. There you know? <laughs> like, depends 100%. which one of those it well, is. Well, the microcorg is not, you know, I mean, I, I, the one I have, anyways, is old. I mean, it's it's one of the original ones. I mean, it's old. Right. I love that thing. I yeah, still cool. use the hell out of it. I love it. <laughs> my yeah, my uh, our friend Ian has the a Casio tone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we would mic instead of like you know I don't even I don't even know if it has an output 
Oh, you just put it over the speaker. We just put a ribbon mic over the speaker. Oh, cool. And what's cool is we used um, one of their pre, like the built-in bossa nova beats, kind of like you get on an organ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It came out, it just came out great. It was just like that classic sound. (laughs) Oh, that's That's amazing. Well, it is the holidays, so I think we should take this opportunity. Um, I didn't know whether we had a system figured out or anything, so I just got you, all you guys presents. So I'm just going to give you guys some presents uh-huh. right now. Well, that, oh. work. that works. <laughs> that works. Um, this Thanks, one's Ben. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I wrapped it really not p- particularly professionally. Yeah, it's not my uh, strong suit. Good. Awesome. That's pretty funny. Man. I got both of you guys and Justin. I gave him his before the same thing because I thought these things were cool. There you go. I'm gonna put this in the mic. So people can <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Do have to do the play by play? Like, these? if you're listening and not watching, we have blue wrapping paper <laughs> with <laughs> with white flowers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a look. See what you guys Let's got. See. All right. I figured we're. I figured we're A- all musicians. A- this so. is ASMR. <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> Whoa, that's Ever a pretty cool look, dude. That is tiny. Yeah. Yes, this yeah. is the smallest tuner I've ever seen. Yeah, right. Whoa, this is amazing. I know it's super awesome. It's almost like it become part of the. And I never g- don't need a tuner. Well, I wonder if I like can mount this on the bridge of the double bass. Yeah. Just yeah. put it right there, and it just lights up and I lets me you. know if I'm in tune or if I'm even. And you know, since it's fretless, it lets me know if I'm playing the wrong note. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Which I imagine most of the time I am. You totally <laughs> will be able to do that. That'll yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Ben. That was that awesome. Is, yeah, that's really almost nice. like almost like a tuner for drums. Thank you. Yeah. Always no. <laughs> needed, never have it. So <laughs> yeah, for the people who are listening, I, I got like, some moon gels, and if you don't know what moon oh, gels are, it's, egg? it's yeah, like um, oh, just dude. this this stuff you can put on the skins so that you can stop the skins from resonating and kind of tone down the resonation a little bit. Well, I I uh, since I, you're I, in the oh yeah, go ahead. Oh sorry, sorry. No, no, no go ahead. Go interrupt. Since we're in the giving spirit. I'm just going to give this to... I'll give it to both of you guys. There's two right. things in there. Okay. From us. Right. <laughs> 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 it bit me. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. So we just scratch these and we split, split the winnings. All right. So how yeah. do you do this one? But I'm so. telling you, this is $5,000 a week for life. The podcast is over <laughs> if we win this. I'm just saying. <laughs> how, do you, how do you do these? So you, you, you need a uh, quarter. <laughs> oh, right, Our okay. producer, Justin, here, handing us the coins. Do you just scratch off everything? Uh, are we going to scratch Pretty these live much. on air now? I don't, I, don't think you can, I don't think you can get it wrong. <laughs> just... Went up Scratching to $2 million dollars. on the podcast. So this is, uh, okay, so. I don't know if this is the first time anyone's done this, but <laughs> it's, it is a little odd. <laughs> All right, so it's down 23. Let's get that scratch. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. There Five, we go. 27. So I guess one of these numbers has to match one of those numbers. So I didn't win that part. Let's keep going. Prize. Do I scratch off all of these? Go for it. Okay. I know nothing about scratch cards. This is just patently obvious. Well, I've realized that you can't buy them with a debit card. Oh. No, it's cash only. It's cash only. That's weird. So I had to uh, come back for it. 
This is like ASMR. I only found out what that word was about six months ago. Did it change your life? That's funny. <laughs> kind of did, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... If you win... Yeah. I can't tell if so I won or not, but we'll find out. If yeah. you win the jackpot, I just want... Like 5%. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a base. Well, I didn't win the, I didn't win the jackpot, but, but uh, we did win 20 bucks on this one, Ben. Oh, oh really? Nice. Yeah. 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 See if you can tell if I won winner, anything on this one. Winner, I can't, winner, I can't chicken figure dinner. it out. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. Uh, if you're not smart enough to figure out scratch cards, you go, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does not look like with this ah, one. Well, I'll tell you what, 20 bucks ain't bad. That can go towards the episode. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this this episode was sponsored by the Florida Lottery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, well, stuff. I uh, in the in the spirit of giving, I the, these are like very novelty, uh, just kind of jokey, you know, things. But I do have a whole sack of stuff here to give you guys. Oh Good man, Lord. yeah, it's uh, so so. Did I, you rob I, Santa's sleigh? A little, a little bit, a little bit. I kind of <laughs> went with the. Uh, I kind of went with the. Uh, I had a theme going here, so so you know, I, I, Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies. So I, f- I feel like you guys are like my, you know, my Wizard of Oz characters, you know. So yeah, <laughs> who so, am I? So we'll start with we'll start with Alex. Okay, so um, at, at this point, anybody who uh, listens or watches the podcast or does our social media, like listening and watching our social media, they will have seen a tune that we all sang together and harmonized on, and um, I feel like. Um, although you did a an amazing job, you were a little hesitant, and you were a little worried, a little nervous, and stuff. So to our our cowardly lion with <laughs> with his with his long mane, we we give him a lightsaber so that he has yes. courage. Oh yeah, he will now have courage. Wow. And it's oh, a wow. Sith lightsaber too, so it's a very That's... dark amount of courage. Right <laughs> yeah, I could double as a drumstick. That's so awesome. Thanks, Thanks homie. All right, hang on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Okay, who we got next? Oh, all right, yeah, okay. Yes, yes, you're just like a truly, a truly, uh, just, a, just a good guy, man. You're always helping people and stuff. And so you have lots of heart, my friend. Oh, and because yeah. you have heart, you get to take care of this little dinosaur guy and, he, <laughs> and, and use your heart to, oh. to, to like make sure that he has a good life, okay? <laughs> so you got to take care of this little guy. Cute and cuddly. Uh, anyone who's like your song, twelve man. inch, like T-Rex. your song, you're gonna cuddle him when you're driving on the coast. You know, this is near and dear to my heart now. All right, Thank well, you, that's All right. now and to it, the scarecrow on my left. <laughs> I'll take it. It's not to say that he needs brains, <laughs> but he needs but, brains. But it's more, like, but it's more like in Justin and I have had this conversation. He surprises us with with his his eloquent speech and his uh, and his smarts sometimes. So we're just going to add more to his brains and to his smarts, and we're going to give him the book of useless information, <laughs> so oh, that, that's perfect, so that he can just be filled with all this knowledge that he doesn't need. This is this is. The most wonderful thing. Useless information is my favorite thing on the entire world. <laughs> I was listening to a Jim Jeffries um, podcast this morning, and he was talking. To, he does this podcast where he talks about, um, like, it, uh, essentially useless information. It's called "I Don't Know About That." And he was saying that see, he's been doing the podcast so long, he can't go to parties anymore because it just bores everyone to tears with stupid facts. And that's literally me. Give so, us, a, give us a sample. All right. Um, I say tomato. I say avocado. A chili pepper isn't a pepper. In fact, more than 200 kinds of chili peppers aren't peppers. 
Okay. The peanut is a vegetable and a member of the pea family. Oh. Yeah, this is right on my alley. I love all this kind of stuff. <laughs> all right, well, Justin's in the booth, but I uh, couldn't leave him out. So I actually... Uh, you know, Justin, I guess, would be our Dorothy, and okay. Dorothy just wants to go home. So we have this nice sign that says, home is where the Wi-Fi connects automatically. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show this to the camera for those that are, that are uh, watching. So, Justin, you can hang this at home, and that will be your home where the Wi-Fi connects automatically. There you go. <laughs> All right, and then I got one more round of just goofy Oh wow, dude! You really Goofy. came through. I yeah. love the whole Wizard of Oz. Like, well, we're we're musicians. Paradigm. We're musicians. All right, so we're going to change it up a little bit here. Okay. So uh, let's see. We'll go with Alex. Hey, you get a recorder. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. That's let's cool. See. What's what else? James is going to be jealous. That is. He we'll wants awesome. Yes. Very necessary. We'll we're writing say. a song. <laughs> ben. Yeah. You get a kazoo. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> That's awesome. Let's see. Yes. Oh yeah. You get a you get a little baby what? little baby ukulele. Tie dye ukulele. We gotta start a band. That's what I'm talking wow. about. We're gonna start a band right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then Justin Justin gets a harmonica to oh, go with awesome. his stuff. So Justin gets a little harmonica. And then Justin gets a little extra one though. This is a fart whistle. So we're gonna give Justin the fart, <laughs> fart whistle because that's just right up his alley. <laughs> In fact, I think he needs to come out of the episode and use it. <laughs> what is a fart whistle? Um, I'm going to assume that it makes fart noises. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, uh, you know, ple- pleasure having you on here. Um, always a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Uh, you guys definitely inspire, you know, inspire guys like me to be better musicians. So, um, you oh, know, that's great. Yeah, yeah, for real. Well, man. it's and really, you, really you guys nice are all good man. friends and, and appreciate you, it. my friend. I was just talking about you, you sir. Are extremely talented, all right? Uh, thank you. I mean, <laughs> just the, the many hats that you wear and that you, you execute everything with professionalism. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, really, I appreciate that. It's, it's, uh, and you're a stand up guy too, so yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, bro. All love from here. Yeah, appreciate man. the gifts. Yeah, well, yeah, thank you. enjoy. Merry Christmas, happy Merry holidays, Christmas. whatever you guys celebrate out there. Uh, you know, uh, just hope you spend it with your loved ones and uh, hope everybody has a good weekend. Yeah, man. Can we, yeah. can we go out with the little shaker and out of tune ukulele and kazoo? There you go, man. Yeah. There you go. Come One, on. two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. That was the most horrible thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Christmas time is here, happiness and cheer, fun for all the children call their favorite time of year, snowflakes in the air, carols in the air beauty everywhere 
Yuletide by the fireside and joyful memories there. Christmas time is here, families drawing near. Oh, that we could always see such spirit through the that we could always see such spirit through